Hello, Tabitha. Hi, Daria. How's it going? I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. We decided for this Rama and Rose episode, we were gonna take a look at the movies of 2022 and give us give your review. So everything is mostly theatered. Yeah, everything everything was okay. So this is like not we're going to hit some of the movies that we actually watch for the podcast, but we're also going to hit most of the movies that we saw in theaters. Yeah, so like so everything's going to be included pretty much so that way we can, you know, give a synopsis of the year. Is this year review going to come out basically in February? Maybe. But do but that's we fine. do we give a literal piece of No, we don't. No. 2023. Tabitha doesn't care about shit. I don't care about shit. Um <laughs> so, in order for our our year review, I did our favorite wine of 2022, which is good. It was ah! the Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg wine. 19 crimes that he partnered with Martha Stewart for. And it's a twist up, but we're struggling. I don't know why that was on so hard. Okay. I don't, for Christmas also, Tabitha bought me a Snoop Dogg um, recipe book. It is my favorite thing. <laughs> it is so great because it's like Snoop Dogg 100% wrote the intros because there's and like and like the recipe layouts because there's one that's just like there's a cocktail list in the middle of it. And the first cocktail is gin and juice and the ingredients are gin, juice, no measurements and it just got, says mix them together that's what it is <laughs> and it's so good and there's all these like editorial pictures of snoop dog like holding like his dishes there's one of him just holding a pie and he's in like a white beater and jeans and just holding this beautifully made pie and he's like yeah i made this you want it you want to find me on this bitch it was so okay so good so like okay the last time we came to seattle we ended up, her father was like, do you guys want pizza? And and we were like, yeah, sure. So we thought he was going to take us to like, I don't oh know, my God, Domino's. No. And we, It was literally the day we flew in. Yeah, like we flew in, our bags are in the back of his truck, and he's like, and he's like y'all want pizza? And we're like, great. And he takes us to a casino. And <laughs> I thought he was joking. He was not. And and he took us to a casino. We pull up to Tulalip Casino. The Tulalip Casino, and... And we passed this Snoop Dogg, like, slot, slot machine. machine. And she goes, wow, Snoop Dogg really is following us. Little did she know, I had bought the book weeks ago. And I had had it in the house. And I was like, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, this is just a sign I bought the right thing. But let's talk about our Christmas presents a month in. Because you got me the one of the, like, cutest, bestest gifts I've ever received. Aww. Which... So when we watch The Preacher's Wife... I will say, it is hard to buy you a gift because anything you want, you buy yourself. So I was like, shit, I don't know what to get her. I don't know what to get her. Here's the thing. Not everything... Okay. I will buy clothes for myself. Yeah. Random shit I don't buy. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I will buy like stuff for the house, but But not not stuff for like me. You don't buy nostalgic shit. You buy stuff that is useful to you, especially in clothes. You're like, you wear everything you buy. Yeah. 
I was like, I gotta make something good. So I went to Disneyland with my friend Peggy. Yeah. And I was like, while I was there, I saw this little cute, like, gold Lion King band. And I was like, oh. Oh, I know what to get to have. Because I knew you were going to get me multiple things as well. Yeah. So I was like, I got to get you multiple things. So I bought this little, little, like, Lion King bracelet. And I was like, I'll buy, like, pillowcases. And then we were watching The Preacher's Wife. And I remember you saying. Yeah. That that the sheets on 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 little Isaiah's bed was so cute, and I wanted them so bad. And she got me the seats sheets in like my right size, cause she asked me. She was like randomly. She texted me. She was like, "So what size is your bed?" And I what I thought was her dad was making her a bed for our new apartment, and so I was like, "Oh, it's a queen." full and she was like okay great and then and then christmas i opened them up and they're like the same sheets and it was so cute yeah i have to yeah and i was doing something you would never buy for yourself so i was like okay i would have never and they're great i love them yeah no i had a good gift giving run this year you did as well so this was good it was a good time i hate gift giving like i stress about it so much because i'm so worried about what i give people so I was glad that I at least had this. No, I love gift giving. I'm fucked for next year though. Yeah, you and you do a good job. Thanks. Yeah, no, she got me this little like pa- mini Pac-Man um like arcade set that's so small. She got us all like mini toys uh of like like she got a mini bop it for our friend Sophie. Yeah. It was great. And then also a the Snoop Dogg cookbook and then a Keanu Reeves coloring book which was so good. <laughs> So I was so I was really torn because I went to this bookstore and I and I passed it on my way to UCB all the time. It's called the Daily Planet Bookstore. So if you're ever in town, it's a great little place to go if you're in LA. And um, they also had a cunt coloring book. Oh. And I almost bought you that as well, but I couldn't buy you two because I was only buying everyone else one. That's okay. So, but just know maybe for your birthday you're getting it. Okay. Um, because I would also like some of the cunt coloring pages. That's, that's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Um, so- <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to talk about. Um, let's go through. Let's actually go through the top movies of the podcast first. Oh, really? Okay. From, I think what I enjoyed watching the most was Disenchanted, mm-hmm. and then also Brandy Cinderella, and yeah. then our first one. Our first one was so good. Our first one was really good. So yeah, I do agree. I like. We had like one really good one a month last year because we started in October, and our first the Goofy movie was. I'm so sorry. The extremely goofy movie. Um, the sequel. The sequel was so fun, and it was us figuring out how to podcast. Yeah, uh, it was um, a little rough, but it we're was fine. It like I just remember being so hungover the next day because like I showed up late to work the next day. You did like <laughs> like we we were struggling so hard, and that was just like a really fun core memory for us to have. Of us being, like, trying to figure out that, like, the fucking mics wouldn't 
register on my MacBook Pro. Me telling our roommates, no, I've got this. Yeah, you were like, I got this. And I was like, okay. And then we had to borrow someone else's mic. And then I was like, this is too hard. We're getting a studio. Especially, like, I love you, Sophie, but you stopped so goddamn much that it got picked up in the episode. So we had to get a studio. And Eddie Um, was also there. And it just became a whole thing. Yeah. And then also Eddie was coming around and he was like, hi, guys, because he's a dog. So, like... (laughs) So, like, he was being cute, but, like, you know, um, that was really fun. And yeah. then the Brandy Cinderella was just. It's, I mean, it's just. So that's bad. where we really cemented our brand. Because yeah. we were like, this is what we love. This is what we love to talk about. That was probably our most researched. Yeah. Um, because we were, like, talking about things that we, that were so cool about, about everything that it meant. Mm-hmm. And also just. We also got a little bit bolder about talking about like all of the the race s- and uh, socioeconomic like implications yeah. of the movie. Yeah, and just everything about like yeah, it was really like us coming out of our shell. Yeah, and, and then Disenchanted was just Disenchanted. So Disenchanted is so good, y'all. And I, my mom complimented it, which I was like, wow. This oh, wow. is yeah no my mom was like wow like like you really spoke about good things on that that episode and i was like thank you mom oh that's really nice thanks um <laughs> yeah like disenchanted was just a really just a really fun time and and i think it was a fun time for us and it was a fun time for you guys hopefully because we've gotten feedback on that one and so yeah, yeah like and we've also honorary mention the englishman who went up a hill and came down a mountain um (laughs) people talk about that episode i do not know why i honestly i think it's it's an absurd movie it's an absurd episode everyone loves hugh grant like it's just (laughs) and and that was when we started making fun of the movie too yeah um because i was like literally we finished one episode and then we started the second episode and we did that one um, was died because of love rosé don't buy that shit no. i we we cannot stress it enough please do not buy love rosé you will die you and will it's feel like the same death. company as lve yeah as lve and i saw who did i see having it i was trying to remember it was, was it the rock no it was someone else really famous though it was someone else really famous and i was like you're gonna die like don't buy that rosé i don't do it because it didn't even taste good it didn't even taste good and it makes your tummy feel bad and then you just want to hunch over and die so like don't um but best rosés was definitely the (laughs) 19 crimes which we're drinking again today for this for this recapitulation we have um yeah we brought back 19 crimes and i and i really poured some full glasses over here I know it's just like a it's, it's like so a good. soft fluffy pillow. It is of cherries and like berries to lay on. Cherries and berries. Um, I'm a little lad that likes berries and cream. This is what I'm trying to learn. It's like uh, rosé is either is either like cherry influenced or it's citrus influenced, and that completely changes the flavor profile of each. Mm-hmm. It really does, and this one is cherries and berries. Yeah, and like with a hint, with like a tiny hint of citrus. Because I can fill it on my teeth, but mm. it's not, it's not crazy. Like, it's mm-hmm. good. Um, and then, what, what were, what were two other rosés that we really enjoyed? I, um, I remember, oh, the Veuve Clique. Oh, Veuve Clique. Veuve Clique. 
Um, Which is great because that would be blasphemous if it wasn't. Yeah, no. Because it is amazing. It, it is, is amazing. It's just a clean rosé. It is the original rosé. It is $54. Um, so we don't buy it a lot. Um, <laughs> um, but it's good. But it is good. And and then... um, What is another one that we really loved? <sighs> I'm not going to lie. For one on the cheap, the unicorn one. The uni- I almost bought that one today. Because that one was good. It was it was sweet. It was light. It was delicate. It was a little citrusy. Um, It was... I don't know. It was just good. It was a good time. Um, that okay. and, the Le- and, the, and the band rosé that we drank oh, yeah. with Jake and Alex. Was, that was good. Was, was good. It was grapefruity. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It was, it was easy. It was easy. It was like different notes, but it was easy. Um, okay, so then let's talk about the good movies of 2022 that we didn't review. Yeah, so so this movie, this will actually be our one episode per year, I guess, that's more about, like, things that happened in theaters. The first annual. I know. Um, I, listen, <laughs> it's hard. There was some, th- that's the thing about movies of 2022 is a lot of them leaned into nostalgia or a lot of them leaned into this, like, absurdist, I'm commenting on society, very satire-driven, very, very, um, like, fuck the rich. <laughs> like, and all of them were written during COVID, so, like, wild movies came out this year. Well, also, like, Jurassic World came out this year, so, like, let us let us not forget. Jurassic no, Jurassic World was 2021. It came out in 2022. It's, no. It's on my list. No. On Google, it came out in 2022. Well, fuck that movie. That movie was terrible. Well, I didn't... I Okay. But, <laughs> but yes, but I'm saying it came out in 2022. I'm sorry. I love the original trilogy of Jurassic Park because it's cheesy and terrible and puppetry and it's like... And, it's, and the first movie is great. Yeah. Considering the budget that it has, it's no. amazing. No, it is good. The second two are funny as fuck. Yeah. And then Jurassic World is just so many marketing schemes, so many like product yeah. placement shots. It's not my no. vibe. It's, no. It's very my vibe. I can't believe that came out this year. I had to draw a T-Rex the other day. Um, I helped you with it. You did, because when I tell you, I was struggling. My and little I- cousins, we had dinner with my little cousins, <laughs> and my little cousins, they're like six or seven, they're just in kindergarten, yeah. and I was like, what do you want me to draw? And they were like, and my cousin Victoria was like, I want you to draw a bride. And like, she was walking me through what I should draw, and then and then Gwendolyn, because they're twins, yeah. Gwendolyn to Tabitha was like, draw a T-Rex. And I was like, well now, wait a minute, why did she... <laughs> I can draw a bride. I do not have a sketch of a T-Rex just on hand. Like I So, I helped with the arms, but other than that, you did really well. Yeah, I oh, thank you. That is generous because the outline was definitely Snoopy. Like I, it was Snoopy with teeth. It's okay. I fixed the nose. We're fine. Yeah, it was yeah. I fixed the nose and the arms and that's all you really needed. Yeah, like I was like I was having a hard time. Um, so one of one of my favorite movies, and we just watched it, was The Menu. The Menu was great. The Menu was great. And if you don't like The Menu, you've never worked in food service. <laughs> the Menu was one of those movies that is, like, it's high satire. And yeah. I was, like, reading through, like, reviews and, like, makings of and everything. And so many people were like, well, I, it was pointless. I don't understand it. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, 
you obviously have never worked in hospitality, food service, or anything. Because, like, and you also don't understand satire. You don't understand satire, and you also don't understand, not even food service, just working in service. I have worked in service for 10 years. And the amount of time, just so you know, every time, okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret if you haven't worked in service. Every time you ask us to check some, if something is in the back or every time you ask us to go clean something that is fucking fine or every time you bring something in that is a problem and you're a problem customer, we go in the back and we talk about you and we talk about going to your house because we have your address and hitting your mailbox <laughs> over with a car. Like the amount of times, like when I worked for Zales, the diamond store, Oh my God! the amount of time that like we would be like they do understand that we have their information like we would go in the back and be like they understand that we have their information and we willingly don't go and just beat up their shit constantly like like and like y'all don't understand how much we despise you so like if if you don't like the menu it's because you don't despise the human race no the menu was the perfect balance of like it was like classism at its highest but it was in a way that it's like the the higher class was inept Mm -hmm. and didn't actually understand anything that they were talking about except for maybe two people in the room yeah and then the lower class was like my life is fucked because of the higher class yeah which is like living in a big city in this day and age yeah working in a service industry i work at a gym right now it's the same as working at a, a hotel yeah basically like it like you begin to at the end of the day you go wow people are so stupid yeah and they get paid so much money to be stupid to be stupid and to have nothing no and there's certain people who i'm like you're great you're a real person who worked your way up from Mm -hmm. being from being nothing to be to to getting where you are in life and having the amount of money that you do and you deserve it but that there's some people someone just walked in and i was like well i i I don't have a job i just get paid to live and i was like what the what What the the fuck fuck does that mean (laughs) what does that mean what does that mean to live i do not get paid to live and that's the menu at its at its heart is because it's about a chef which everyone most of the time gets into the food industry because they go well i love cooking i love food Mm -hmm. i might as well do this for a living and it sucks the ever-living crap out of you yes and if you get reminded at least once how much that love that you had for the thing that you did from the beginning Mm -hmm. it can completely change your outlook but it still doesn't excuse Every single shitty thing every, everyone else has done to you no. while you have been pursuing your quote-unquote dream. That has no. now sucked the soul out of you. Yeah, because, like, people keep telling me, because I cook, and people keep being like, you should cook. And I'm like, if I start cooking for other people instead of, like, doing it because I want to do it out of mm. my free time, I'm going to poison someone. Here's the thing. I think <laughs> you should start a restaurant, but I don't think you should be a chef in that restaurant. I think oh, you should. Oh, no. No. Yeah, no. I think I can come up with the recipes and I think I can hand it off to someone and I think that other people can run it. But actually being a chef and like dealing with people and also my boobs are too big. They would hit the fire. But like but like it's just not for me. Like it's not for me. And because like that's also like people almost ruined fashion for me. Yeah. And like and like just because like I was going to be a stylist like and i was and that was the track i was on 
but the people were so mean and it wasn't even the people that i was dressing yeah it was the people who i was working with who were mean Mm. and i said no i don't want to do this like this is not for me if you're gonna be rude and constantly comment on my weight even though i'm good at my job and i do more than is expected of me i don't need to be here no and it's it's one of those things where it's like at the end of the day it's like service service is service Mm -hmm. and you cannot there's always going to be that one person that has no idea what they're talking about but wants to act like they do yeah and they destroy your entire day your entire week just your entire fucking Uh. okay so anyways the menu is good what would you rate the menu i would rate the menu in terms of in terms of satire goes i give it like a nine out of ten um scissors stuck into a chicken breast and i would give it a nine out of ten s'mores humans um so it was great it was excellently done the acting was phenomenal ralph fines i love him it was great Anya taylor joy looks like an alien but she's great yeah she always looks like an alien but um okay and then glass onion we're just gonna oh my god glass onion we're just gonna work our way backwards we're gonna we're gonna try to do this rapid fire glass onion was great glass onion was great it was i honestly liked it better than the first um then yeah yeah then then knives, knives out. out yeah no i thought it was great the casting was brilliant um janelle monet i love janelle monet she's mm-hmm. she's amazing um and the just the iconicism of having the mona lisa in there is amazing okay by the way i'm bringing this up now even though i shouldn't but there is <laughs> instagram keeps coming up with a rug that is like a like it's not a rug but it's an art piece that goes on your wall and it's fuzzy but it looks like a rug and it's and it's the Mona Lisa, but without like a tapestry. Yeah, but it's not. But it's like it's a tapestry, but it looks like a rug, like it's very fuzzy. Okay. Um, and it's a Mona Lisa, but without the face. But it has the face, but it doesn't have like the defining features of the face. Oh, it's just it's like that art style that's just like a wash of face like features. Yeah. Um, and I want to get it for our new apartment. <laughs> sure, get it. I'm down. Why not? Um, because then that way we will be one and one with the mona lisa and our i think name will be said in tandem with the mona lisa for the rest of time yeah and i think that would be really funny that uh, is hysterical uh, glass onion was great if y'all don't like it you just don't like having fun all right uh, <laughs> so what would you rate the glass onion in terms of murder, murder mysteries i give the glass onion and in terms of movies in general i i honestly i give it like an 8.5 out of um ridiculous millionaire islands yeah and i would give it an 8.7 of uh jeremy renner, jeremy renner hot sauces here's the thing it's like movies that are written by by i can't remember who oh the jeremy is. renner i hope you're doing well yeah movies that are written by that what is his name yeah um he also did knives out like they, I love them because they pay homage to Agatha Christie. Like, it's obvious the amount of, like, love he has for Agatha Christie-style murder mysteries mm-hmm. as an avid Agatha Christie, like, reader. Um, they are, they tend to be a little predictable. Like, if you don't predict this one, you predict the last one or the next one. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Like, I predicted everything of Knives Out, but my friend predicted everything of this one. Yeah. So, like, that's how it is. But it's fun. It's and fun. And it's just well done. Did I tell you that my mom had a first edition Agatha Christie? What? Yeah. Who? Where did it go? I have it. Where is it? 
in storage? No. I forgot where I put it. I would like to find it someday. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I yeah, I found it like it was at my grandma's house and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I looked and I was like, "I'm taking it." Beautiful. And my mom was like, "What are you talking about?" She was still living when this happened. And I was like, "I'm taking it." And she was like, "Great. All right." She didn't give a fuck. Um No. Okay. What happened before Glass Onion? Um before Glass Onion, we're just going to get into multiverse of fucking madness. Terrible. Um, Terrible piece of shit. Which brings us <laughs> to, I mean, what what would you give it? A two out of ten. I Yeah, I would give it a... Uh, a two out of ten third eyes. Here's the thing. <laughs> I like I like the director. The director did a lot of uh, Power Rangers, shockingly. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought some of his horror stuff, like his horror imagery was really, really great. Like the, the, the ship rocking in the teacup, that looked great. Um, there were some interesting ideas. I wish they would have leaned farther into horror and just made it total horror. Yeah. But, like, I understand why they couldn't for, for Marvel. So I give it 2.5 out of Sam Raimi. I think he can do better. Um, it was just, it was just rough. I give it 2.5, um... I can't even remember any defining teeth. Fucking capes. Like, it's just fucking capes. bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's a bad movie because everything, everywhere, all at once did it better and then heals. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Which brings us to one of the greatest movies of 2022. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Which did everything Multiverse wanted to do but better. Yes. Um, everything, everything about that movie is excellent. The cinematography is excellent. Excellent. The sound, okay, the sound mixing. We're going to get into the sound oh, mixing. The sound, sound mixing. mixing is something that Disney is struggling with, but yeah. this movie? Mm. Great. I'm, I'm bringing up the sound mixing in this. I'm bringing up the costumes in this. I'm bringing up the rocks in this. I'm bringing up Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Fucking amazing. Fucking, everything about it was good. Great. Yeah. Great movie. I think about it constantly. Like, literally, I almost got you the card the other day that said, you are my everything bagel. Like, Aww. like, and then I thought that would be weird, so I didn't get it. But, like, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> but, like, I know where it is. But, like, literally such a great film. I love everything about it. It's hard to explain, so we're not going to get into the plot. But if you hated Murthy- Multiverse of Madness because it sucked, watch Everything Everywhere all at once because it is amazing. It was amazing. No, and it's, it is so beautiful in how it's written because you can follow the plot lines exactly, and that's because the heart of it is so, so strong, Mm -hmm. and the acting is so wonderful, and we were watching it, and we were like, that guy looks a lot like Short Round from (laughs) Indiana Jones, and it was, (laughs) and we were so happy because it was it was great, and it's a great movie, and the the stage combat is amazing. Yes, the editing is phenomenal. Yes, and like just the the inspiration and the visual arts that it takes to make this kind of movie is insane. It's so good. What would you rate this movie? I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Um, uh, bagels being sucked into the void. I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Uh raccoon ratatouilles um now we're gonna go on to enola holmes 2 okay <laughs> um enola holmes i liked the first one my problem is i think millie bobby brown is making the breach to like romantically a little too soon because mm-hmm. everyone sees her still as 11 as 11 and she she and natalie portman have a similar track mm-hmm. except for natalie portman started as a, a girl who was too young to be playing the role that she was playing but mm-hmm. that was also the role so it was fine so she can bridge into romantic 
a lot easier. Yeah. But but Millie Bobby Brown is eleven who it's harder to bridge that into romantic interest. And she's trying to with Enola Holmes too, but eh. This movie is not smart enough to be a a mystery and it's not romantic enough to be a romantic comedy so for me it's like a three out of ten um yeah it's just like teapots like i don't even give a fuck i don't even know what is one of the main points in that it's i just... give a 2.05 poison flowers because it was like it it's was not... like it's not it's not a great murder mystery it's not a great detective movie some of it is okay, but they use the fourth wall way too much. Way too much. Way too much. So they're and, using it as yeah. a crutch. And, like, the costuming is okay, but I'd like to talk with a real, like, historical costumer to see how accurate it is because I feel like it's not. No, and also the fan language is wrong. So, like, because, like, we had to learn. By the way, going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, we had to learn Ding. fan fan language and glove language. Oh, so, God. like, them using this as, like, a plot point was just kind of, like, irritating. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So like, eh. um. Alrighty. Did you see the Minions movie with me? No, you. Didn't. I didn't. You talk about it. The Minions movie was cute. It was really short. It was like fifty-five minutes. I um, to see I ended, it, but I couldn't. I ended up seeing it with Hannah. Hannah, we love you. Um, and she was having the best time of her motherfucking life. Um, she loves the Minions so much. Um, and. <laughs> And yeah, I said um a lot, but it was great. Uh, that's like a. S- it's a classic. It's a classic. The like kids movie, it's right? It's like a little kids movie. I would give it like a seven out of ten. Baby Groots. Um. Okay. Nope. 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 I really enjoyed. I love. Listen, I love Jordan Peele's like storytelling and his, how he how he layers his plots and how he builds a story, and I think it's great. And this is one thing that Tabitha caught out of the Nope movie that I didn't is that the that the alien is actually a praying mantis. Yeah. And it eats the same way. Like the the structure isn't necessarily the same, but it is similar in terms of like digestive habits. Yeah. Um. But it's wild, and it's like. It was a good time. It's very sci-fi. It's not on the quite the and it's a little horror, but it's like it's a good like movie that if you don't want to go fully into horror, it's still a little scary, but and and frightening, but it's more action. Like it's more it's more of like a like a Star Trek film. What I really like about Jordan Peele is his use of the monkey in it. Yes, I'm a great great because you know being black you know people will be like oh you look like a monkey that's a whole like it's like a very racist thing to say yeah and him using this ape as something that is actually terrifying yeah and actually like like don't just say shit to say shit like when you actually have to deal with something that has a problem that Mm -hmm. is an actual threat that is something to deal with other than just people of your own kind Mm -hmm. and i'm like that like i really like this mm, it was just great so i'm gonna give that a nine out of ten um howdy partners i would also give it a nine out of ten elvis inspired country suits all right then we have the banshees of erisham i love this movie i know this movie is tied for me with it with everything everywhere all at once in terms of just because banshees of innishman if you are a person that has grown up like 
I I oftentimes, if you want to hang out with me, I'll hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And therefore, sometimes my like best friend lens lines are a little crossed. Um, this is a movie that kind of explores during COVID, like how how hard it is to break up a friendship when there's nothing big that that happened other than you just don't really want to spend a lot of time with that person anymore. Yeah. And it's like the idea of like like just getting tired of being around a person who doesn't bring 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 you joy bring joy anymore to your life or bring anything new to your life and it's the same thing every day and if you're hoping for something more you need to separate yourself from the person but it's so hard to do when they've done nothing wrong other than just be boring yeah and then you take it to the absolute extreme so like it was just it, it, because basically this man is just trying to feel anything. Yeah. He's just trying to feel something. He's trying to create a, a song. Not even a good song, but just a song. It's just a song. And in order for him to feel something, he cuts off his finger. Like, And it's just, it's good. It's, it's, it, it's a great movie. I don't even, we're not even going to talk about it that much because like we don't want to get into it. But like, it's great. What would you rate it? I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Just on any scale. Okay. Because I love this movie. I know you love it. Okay, I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10 mm-hmm. because sometimes it's a little slow. It is a little slow. I also am a sucker for an for a really well-written Irish movie. Like, I love Irish storytelling. Yeah. For some reason, it, it really speaks to me. I'm not even Irish. I'm Scottish. But, like, um, I really, I really love Irish storytelling. And, like... Colin Farrell, Farrell does a great act. The acting in this movie is amazing. The directing mm-hmm. in this movie is amazing. And yeah, nothing intrinsically happens, but it's like a great... No, things happen. Things it's just, do happen. It's just not... It's just... It's a great... It's a great little snippet into these people's lives. And it, it's one of those movies that feels very theatrical while m- maintaining a cinematic presence. Yeah. And that's amazing to me. Like, it, it's a great movie. It is great. Movie. It is a great movie. I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10 um, of feckin'. Um, so feckin', yes. A feckin'. feckin'. Um, Thor, yeah. Love, and Thunder. Oh, so, good. Um, so this is my problem. I fell asleep during it. Oh, you sure did. That I, I wish I didn't because I know it's a good movie. I was just very tired at the time. So that one is, I'm not going to get into it since we're going to have to watch it again. So I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. From what I did see, it explores a lot of really great, like passing the the um, torch onto the younger generations. And mm-hmm. like, and like visually, it was a stunning movie. Oh, it was great. It was great. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. Um, ha- uh, jealous hammers. Um, Black Adam. Mm-mm. No, no. Terrible. Terrible movie. Two point five out of ten. No. Yeah. No. I... One point five out of ten. No. Yeah. Zero out of ten. <laughs> I give it a one because, like, like it takes a little bit to do like some of the visuals. I give it a one out of ten. Um. Um, not Ant Man. Not Ant Man. Not Ant Man. The prob- the biggest problem with that Black Adam is it didn't want to go the political route that it was destined to be on. Yeah, because it was set in Iranian culture, but they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to talk about the the political aspirations of the movie, 
and that really did a disservice to it. If it you're going just... to set it in a place that is war stricken, you have to talk about the war that's happening there. I would. I'm planning on making a shots game out of that movie because boy was it bad. Love. And I and I love everyone in that movie, and I think everyone did a great acting job. It has nothing to do with the acting, and it has everything to do with the script. And I love writers. It has nothing to do with that. It just I feel like y'all weren't able to go in the places that you wanted to go because of wb whatever it's fine i love you wb you did gilmore girls i love everyone i'm just saying it's shitty so and, and the real the real issue with it was with it was that it wasn't greenlit when it should have been because mm-hmm. because uh dwayne the rock johnson has been working on this for 12, 12 years. Fucking years and if it come out before before black panther it would have been better it which brings been us to our next movie black motherfucking panther wakanda, wakanda forever. forever wakanda forever Woo! Woo! i actually saw this in seattle last time we were here yeah with my father with who your will father. not stop doing the wakanda forever like symbol, symbol just because it makes her laugh it's really funny um <laughs> He does it constantly, and it's really so funny, funny, and I never get it on film, and I wish I did. But, um, yeah, I loved that movie. It was a good time. Um, I'm a little disappointed on who they chose to be Black Panther. I'm yeah. not going to spoil it. Um, Visually, it was stunning. Visually, stunning. The, um, most of the story is great. I really loved the world building. I thought the world building was really great and took... Um, took to credit where it was due in terms of like like the um south african mm-hmm. um, and south american heritage and like like cultural um appreciation of certain like mayan cultures um yeah uh, it was it was a really interesting movie and i think it is i i think marvel did a good job of integrating certain cultures into it yeah okay I it like eight out of Eight out of ten. Um, Flying ankles. Okay, and I'm gonna give it eight, uh, nine out of ten herbs. We have three more to get through. Jurassic World, shitty. No. Um. So three out of ten. Um. Not real granddaughters. Cloned granddaughters. Yeah. Two. Two out of ten. Dinosaurs made from tadpoles. Bullet train. I loved Bullet Train. Bullet Train is is very. It's like Tarantino meets Agatha Christie, which are I I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. That's it. It's fun. It's fun. I'm so sorry. We have two more to get through after this. Fun. It, Bullet Train is fun, and it wraps up everything in a neat little bow. And it's like great cameos, great acting. I mean, it's it's just a great movie if you just want to put on some action movie to watch. Bullet Train. Yeah, Bullet Train is like the new version of um. Jason Bourne. Um, it's very. It has very like slappity slap fighting. It's like Jason Bourne meets John Wick meets, meets um, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, it's great. It's a great time. Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Um, Vaz water bottles. I would give it eight out of five. Um, cheesy Japanese. Eight uh, out of five. Nope. <laughs> eight point five out of ten. There we go. 8.5 out of 10 uh, crazy Japanese um, kids characters. Alrighty. We got two more. Don't worry, darling. No. No. I watched, I fell asleep in theater <laughs> and I watched it again and thought, why did I watch this again? It's it was bad. It's so bad. Visually, I... certain visuals are stunning. Mm, the story sucks. sucks. Ass. It sucks because what should have happened was she should have tried to get out halfway through the movie, and then her living outside of the movie, and then trying to kill her husband next to her. I would just watch Step for Five Wives and then watch Thoroughbreds. Yeah, 
that's that's my thing for that. So four out of ten for four, I would give it two. Well, costumes. Costumes were beautiful, but that's that's an easy thing to come by nowadays. No, because the the aesthetic was nice. Aesthetic was nice. Fine, yes. I'll bump it up to three. Three out of ten mirrored uh, ballet rituals. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Uh, bad Harry Styles acting. Um, <laughs> Woman King. Oh shit! We have three more after this. Okay, Woman King. Your number keeps going up. What were you gonna say? I, the next was gonna be Living, but we'll we'll, we'll oh, wait. Shit. Woman King. Woman King was, was amazing. Great. It was ma- so. Listen. If you want to have like okay, Black History Month is coming out. It's not coming out. It's not like it's not. Mm. It's not in the closet. But Black History Month is coming up next, and 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 if you want to have a good a good old time, oh my God. if you want to have a good time without being really sad and depressed, you need to watch Woman King and then watch um, Black Panther after that. And, yeah, and have like Black Panther one, Black Panther. Woman forever. King was beautiful on every aspect. Yeah. visually stunning, story wise amazing, Viol- acting wise, Viola Davis is, is so mm-hmm. so great, and like the stage combat was great, the costuming was great. Like, it was a really amazing it was movie. A, it was an amazing amazing time amazing movie so i'm gonna give that honestly a 10 out of 10 because i keep i think about that movie constantly and if it's burrows in my brain i that's a movie that's good for me so 10 yeah. out of 10 um viola davis uh snot tears i can't think of anything wrong wrong with it so i have to say 10 out of 10 um 10 out of 10 sharpened nails to gouge out your enemy's eyeballs. Yes. Um, alrighty. And now living. So we actually had a... So we saw this at the AFI. Um, at, at the AFI Film Fest. So we actually saw uh, Bill Nighy talk and yeah. also the director, which I'm forgetting his name because I'm a terrible person. Yeah, but it was... it was Living is beautiful. It made me cry. Like, I... Someone it, described it as... Um, Someone described it as, um, like, like, oh, fuck. Um, like, definitely, definitely sad. Yeah. And, like, it's this sort of, living is a beautiful story. It is, it is a slow burn, but you, you, you just feel the sadness and the, and the depth of yeah. this movie settle on you. And that's, so it's based on a Japanese movie. You got movie. two minutes. Sorry. It's based on a Japanese movie, and that's what the Japanese do really well. The Japanese, t- like, tell stories amazingly, and it just reeks with the emotion that's filled into the story. It is it is beautiful. I We're not even, like, we could spend five hours talking about that movie and not really get into it. No. So, like, I would just recommend renting it, it renting it doing whatever you can to watch it because it is beautiful no and part it of me is so something to watch i lost my grandfather a little bit of a go that's why we also came up here mm. but that movie connected me with him even more i don't know why it just did no and i understand was, why and it was it's a beautiful movie it's a beautiful movie it's breathtaking i'm gonna give that an 11 out of 10 um swing sets Oh, I, I give it 11 out of 10 um, rainy London days. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful movie. Alrighty. So let's do a year uh, really quick. Uh, the year in film. What would you rate everything 
as a year in film of everything we watched. Uh, everything we watched? It was a good year for film. Yeah. I give it, honestly, if, if this is where film is heading, I give it a 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. I think the rosé is hit because I was going to give it an 8. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's like the movies that were bad were bad, mm-hmm. but they're not as bad as like like everything that was made this year had a point, and that is partially due to COVID. Yeah, everything that was written and filmed during this year had to be because of COVID because everyone was thinking about things and everyone was trapped with their thoughts. Yeah. So I think it it we're moving forward. Like I just auditioned for a fully Zoom movie. Yeah. That would have wouldn't have happened. Unless it, it was for COVID. No, that's true. So, I'm excited to see where film is heading. Yeah, me too. I, I don't think we'll really see the capitulation of un- that. Until 2025. I keep saying that until 2025. No, there's but, no way. But throughout 2023, 20, 2024, I think we're going to try and, like, there's going to be a lot of shifts made. And it's going to be really, really, really bad to start out with. But I think there's going to be a couple gems throughout the next couple years. And then 25, I think there's going to be a really interesting shift. Yeah. And how movies are made, where they are made, the the just gravitas of what every movie has because of the technology that's in use of everyone at this time. I'm going to be honest. In 2025, I believe one of my first movies will come out. Like, mm. Not that I've written, not that I'm it. So, and I think by that time, because I think a lot of things are brewing. Sorry, not that you've written, but that you are in, or no, the opposite? not the opposite. Not that I'm in, but that I've written. If you make a movie by 2025, I'm gonna be so excited for all of us. I'm no, I'm. You know, anything. you know, I'll help you every step of the way. And you know, anything I set my mind to, I do. So like, this is true. So like. I'm excited because I'm excited because I feel I feel as though the people whose voices who haven't been heard for a long time are about to be really heard and seen because there's a lot of stuff coming out and this is a separate episode but there's a lot of stuff coming out about like trans voices and 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 truly like black women voices and like yeah. the black lady sketch show and there's there's just like oh, all yeah. there's just all of this stuff that's happening and a lot of people who have been sitting on the sidelines and who are ready to get off of the bench and and we are all getting off of the bench at the same time and becoming the main team and and i feel it happening there's a there's a huge shift coming there's a huge shift coming and i just really hope middle america is ready for it because like bros was the preamble but like the rest of this it's gonna be 50 years of us talking and you have to be ready for it here's the thing talking to my cousins and my aunt and uncle this weekend I think it's going to be okay. Oh no, I think it is going to be okay. But I'm I, I but I think that I think that like I think people are ready to accept this I shift. I think I think people are ready to accept the shift and the people who aren't are just not going to be happy and they're just not going to be happy regardless. Regardless, but they they don't spend movies on they money, just spend money on movies anyway. Yeah, so it's fine. Um so things that we missed this year, I really want to see Triangle of Sadness. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. We do need to watch the new P- uh, Pinocchio Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio, yes. which we might do soon. Yeah. Um we're going to watch Matilda very soon. Yes. Um, and there's there's stuff on the list that we missed. If there's something on this on on our list like like we know that we want to see. we know that we missed like Top Gun Maverick and shit like that. Like we there are some things that we missed because of graduation. Um yeah. because we literally graduated from college this year. So like just like give us a little break on that, but like we are trying to be uh film connoisseurs. If there's anything that we missed, go ahead and just like drop a comment in our like Instagram post. 
Um, because Twitter is dead, so Instagram posts. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, so where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me as goodhop28. Eight. Yeah, goodhop28 on Instagram and everything. And you can find me at Tabitha the one and one and Tabitha underscore the one and only on Instagram. And you can find our podcast at Ramen and Rose Podcast dot com or Ramen and Rose Podcast on everything else. Yeah. Um, is there any last movies that you wish people saw? Not from even this year, but from years prior. Um, any last movies that I wish? Marry Me was bad. You don't really need to see it. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, uh, uh, this one was a hard one on the spot because I like so many different things. Um, oh, Elvis was also, it was Baz Luhrmann. If you like Baz Luhrmann, you'll like it. If you don't, you won't. Yeah, exactly. And I hate Baz Luhrmann. Um, I will get back to you on that and I'll probably put it in the comments. Anything that you wish people had seen? This year, I'm I'm actually looking through my my. We gotta go. Come on. Um um, uh, uh, listen. This year, yeah, no. I mean, she will let you know in the comments. (laughs) She will will also let you know in the comments. She will let you know in the comments. Oh, I watched a Walk to Remember this year. Watch a Walk to Remember. That was good. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, a Walk to Remember was great. Um, and also Down with Love. Down with Love. The Down with Love. Yes, the new version. The Ewan McGregor in 2006 is really great. Um, alrighty. Um, love you all. Um, We'll do this again next year. We'll do this again next year. Happy New Year. Have a great day. Goodbye. Even though it's February.